Okay, please find a comfortable and relaxed posture. Keep your back straight as much as you can. Gently close your eyes. Take a few deep long breaths. Do it few times. Relax your body. Get comfortable with your posture. It might take few minutes to relax your mind. Experience the peacefulness around you, stillness in this room. And gently listening to the sound of the singing ball. And then we can start our practice. Now with your relaxed mind, slowly bring my attention to your breath. Focus on your tip of your nose. And just allows your body to breathe naturally. While you are practicing, many sounds, thoughts may distract your practice. Let them come and go. And also, you are having any distractions, you can take a few deep long breaths and again you can come back to your breath. 
while you are paying attention on your breath, don't worry about future past. Past is already happened, it is gone. Future is coming, it is uncertain. Therefore, paying attention on your breath and experience this present moment. And let's start our practice. Breathe in mindfully. Breathe out mindfully. Whenever you are having thoughts, just know you are having thoughts and come back to your breath.
If you want to change your posture, you can do it anytime. Be kind to your body. While you are paying attention on your breath, you may notice it is always changing. Long breath and also short breath. If you see long breath, you can think, I am having long breath. Whenever you see short breath, you can understand, I am having short breath. Now slowly we can change our practice to loving-kindness. Let's develop loving-friendliness thoughts towards yourself. Be kind to yourself. Repeat these words to yourself lovingly and kindly. While we are repeating, try to understand the meaning of these words and same time make a strong determination to apply those meanings to your daily life. That is our loving kindness practice. And also, you can feel yourself as your best friend while you are practicing self-love. Think, may I be content? May I be patient? May I be skillful?
May I learn to care for myself with joy and ease. Also, you can use your own words to practice, practice self-love. May I be well in mind and body. May I be free from mental and physical suffering. May I be able to find peace and happiness through my practice. Now we can extend our loving thoughts towards your loved ones. <clears throat> May my loved ones be filled with loving kindness. May not any difficulties or dangers come to them. May they be able to take care of themselves happily. Also imagine a person that you really want to send your loving kindness, that you really want to send your blessings. Imagine that person's face. It could be your husband or wife. 
your girlfriend or boyfriend or your children or some of your special friend that very close to you and think may my special person be well be happy be peaceful may he or she be strong and healthy mentally and physically and now think may all the living beings be safe may they be protected may they be able to find peaceful and healthy environments loving kindness is our forgiveness practice if you forgive someone it's mean you are having an honor the beautiful space in your heart now we can extend our loving thoughts towards your difficult ones if you have any and think may my difficult people be well may they be happy may they be peaceful may they be able to find noble friends and noble guidance imagine in this short period of time you are here sitting in front of the buddha and you are practicing you are developing your loving thoughts you are paying attention on your breath 
Usually we are running around. We are busy mentally and physically. But this beautiful morning, it is completely different. You are here, very peaceful, quiet, practicing meditation. It is beautiful. Just think, this is your practice time. Whenever you go outside, that is the moment that you can apply this practice. Therefore, be grateful for your practice, your dedication, your commitment. Please think about it for a few moments. Now please bring your hands together in front of your heart. Make a strong determination to apply this practice to daily life. May peace be with you. May all the living beings be well, be happy, be peaceful. Thank you so much. Slowly open your eyes. <coughs> Okay, let's start our chanting practice, page number four. Namo dasa bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasa Namo dasa Bhagavato Arhato Samma Sambuddhasa Namo Dasa Bhagavato Arhato Samma Sambuddhasa Dhamman saranam Sanghang saranam gacchami Saranam gacchami Dutiyampe dhamman saranam Gachami Dutti Ampe Sanghang Saranang Gacham Tati Ampe Buddhan Saranang Gachami Tati Ampe Dhamman Saranang Tati Ampe Sanghang Saranang Gach Anicha Vat Sankara Upad Vayadhammeno Upajitva nirujjanti te sanghupasam sabbe satta averahuntu sabbe satta Abhyapajya hantu sabbe satta anigha hantu sabbe satta sukhe atta nang pariharan
ಮನೋಪುಬಂಗಮಾದಮ್ಮನೋಸಾಚೇದುಠೇನ ಭಾಸೋ ತನ್ವೇತಿ ಚಕ್ಕಂಗಪದಂಗಮಾದಮ್ಮ ಮನೋಮಯಾಸೇವಾಂ ಚಾಯಾವಸ್ಟೇಟ್ಸ್ mind is chief mind medade if it a clear and confident mind one should i this speak that happiness follows caused by that as no shadow will never leaves we believe we believe with generosity towards others we believe the skillful noble path is marked by generosity we believe generosity has many levels think generously speak generously act generously we believe generosity is the heart of our spiritual practice and this practice allows us to become open accepting and forgiving we believe extending generosity to ourselves and others is a direct way of healing division bringing joy and nurture and this spiritual community for years to come my wish at all times both now and forever a protector for those without protection a guide for those who have lost their way a ship for those with an ocean to cross a sanctuary for those in danger a lamp for those without light a place of refuge for those <coughs> may i never join with the unwise only the wise until the time i attain nirvana okay very good morning to you all how are you this very happy to see you all thank you so much for being here and today usually we we one of mong we do the talk and today we decided to do a q and a session usually uh, we just talk and every saturdays and today myself and bante baddi and also tad and also we have vimala and she was a nun for here for many years and <laughs> and uh, so you can ask any question whatever you have about temple about us about practice about anything and so bante baddi and he's full of wisdom full of knowledge please ask more question from him <laughs> because today is his turn and i'm 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 taking <laughs> and please ask any question whatever you have okay so actually we all have a different schedule and um, but he is different when when shilanka is different 
And in Sri Lanka, we, we woke up around 4.30, and we had a long, big schedule. And we were, when we were students, uh, we had to follow the schedule and woke up at, at 4.30. Then um, we had to go to practice at 5. Then it's a big schedule until 10. Then, um, but after, after we moved here, it is different. <clears throat> so we all wake up at different times. And um, um, sometimes I come here, I, I practice sometimes. And uh, then we, we, do, we study and sometimes do our daily things, sometimes clean in the temples. And, and also we go to school and we are doing our homework and other things. And also we are preparing for our programs, uh, events, talks. Yeah, it is, it is, uh, we all have different schedule. Yeah, that's my schedule. I don't know how about him. <laughs> yeah, don't forget watching cricket. And cricket. Yes, because I love to watch cricket. So I watch cricket also. <clears throat> okay. Lately, I've noticed there's a, a pervasive, there's this great habit of many people to believe that they need to control nature. And I'll give an example. For example, um, and it hurts me deeply because I'm a really big lover of animals, but very big <coughs> in my heart. Um, for example, um, there are these birds that parasitize nests, starlings, coppers. And just more and more people, people that I believe to be animal lovers as well, people I'm very close to, it, this is becoming a common thinking that we have a responsibility and it, they actually feel they're doing a good thing by culling them, by killing them, because they believe there are too many. And the common uh, response I get, the common explanation I get is they don't belong here, they're not native. And my heart is just Crush every time I see it, every time I hear about it, and as a as a animal lover and a Buddhist, how do I respond to people without causing them suffering, or do I just be a silent missionary and just you know say nothing? It's very hard. I usually say nothing, or on occasion, if I'm very close to someone, I might say. I feel sad for that animal because it belongs here too, but I don't see anything more because immediately they get upset. <laughs> so what do we do as good practitioners of Buddhism? What is the skillful response or if there should be one at all? Okay, so I can explain something also. Maybe Bhante Baddi has something to tell also. Um, uh, yes, that's the kind of common question and because um, Many people, they are also vegan and vegetarian, and also they, they have kind of same question. And almost a few weeks ago, I did a Saturday morning talk, and here was a lady, and she came to me, Hi, Bhante, this is my first time. Are you vegan? I said, sorry, I'm not a vegan. I'm, I'm a vegetarian. So um, uh, vegan or vegetarian, it is personal thing. Then she was kind of telling me, oh, it is killing animal, and it is not, it is not okay. And she was kind. Of, she was kind of t telling me certain things. I was listening to her. Then I, I told her, um, "It is a, it is a, it is individual practice." And um, then what you are talking about, um, it is very common question. And sometimes uh, when we go to uh, tell our our opinion, sometimes just arguments and nothing happen. Sometimes we just get mad at each other and just walk away. And uh, sometimes we notice, I notice, it's better to be silent and just move forward. Uh, but it is uh, also um, depend on the situation. Maybe if you, you can talk with your good friends. And sometimes with uh, some strangers, it is, it is not easy. And just arguments. And uh, it is ended up with bad, bad situation. So, that's how I think. Maybe, maybe he's thinking something else. What do you think? What do you think about it? Yeah. Us, Himala, and other people. What do you feel? Well, we all know that nature is red in tooth and claw. Many animals have to kill other animals just to live. Um, but humans do make it worse a lot of times. But 
there's not much we can do about it. Uh, we can ask people to think about um, how animals suffer so much, especially in this area where animals are being killed all the time to feed us and being tortured. But uh, really, uh, you can talk to people, as you say, that you may know well and tell them to think about it. That's about it. Uh, Wimla, you have anything to add? No, I think what... I, I really don't know what to add, except I think it's to, to argue with people. You know, it just makes it worse. And uh, you might be able to protect your own piece of land, but I think nature is pretty cruel. You know, those... the But they they're, that interference, I know, is hard to see. So, like, I love to feed the squirrels around me, and but friends like Mary Jane are always, you know, I always think, oh, there's a raven. Are they going to come and get a chipmunk? And then I have to realize I'm watching nature. I can't interfere in it other than with a lot of sunflower seeds. But um, the, I can't protect those animals. I have to, I have to be aware of that. And it's, it, it's really delicate. But I think if it means a lot to you, there are groups that you can support, or there are uh, places where there might they might have cation materials. I didn't know that they were doing that with with those birds. I know they've tried to eliminate ducks and geese in lots of areas and been successful in a lot of places. And uh, the only thing is if you if if you wanted to try to educate people, but. It's it's usually something we have to walk away from, which is not good news. But the more we care about it, the more you have to find something. Yeah, and few people have some thoughts. And okay, you can start. Thank you. And you want to share something? I have another question. Okay. And uh, okay, you can ask me. You had add something? I just want to add um, the bottom line for all of us, regardless of what the issue is. We we know that Buddhists like sometimes suffer, <laughs> and the danger of other people allows them to suffer. Um, and the most important thing is that I not. Situation, if I'm reacting to it, then that's not right. Peace, fear is what's important. And thanks so much for sharing well, your thank thoughts. You, thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> your question? Yeah. <laughs> so as a mom, I'm struggling with giving 
Okay. Okay, yes, I did something. Thank you. Okay, attachment. It is, I think, a very huge problem that we all have. Uh, it has many, many names. We call craving, um, and also in Pali we call tanha, which is we call attachment, craving. Um, we love to attach to th- you know to things. We are so uh, enjoying attachment. Why we? Why I am telling like that? We are enjoying our suffering too. <laughs> we attach it. So when we uh, describe this attachment. Why we are attached to the things, physical or you know, like material or some mental states? Because of we have two things, we want to uh, care about that two things. We call emotional and actual, actual emo- emotion and just emotional stuff. So actual things are actual. It is never change. We want to know, okay, this is true. We have to accept it. But emotional stuff always changing. For example, we are attaching our past. What we what we have done in our past. There are two past. Um, emotional past and actual past. We always attaching emotional part. He did this. He, uh, she did this. Uh, I did this. <laughs> I had this. I, she, ha- she had this. We, we are attaching like that, emotional part. But we are not attaching actual part. That's a big problem. You know, um, uh, uh, when I describe this word attachment, I really like to give a, you know, exercise for people. I normally give this exercise. I I know you have chanting book on your seat and or cushion. Please uh, take it in your right hand and pick it up like that. Hold it uh, like thirty minutes. <laughs> I think you you learn something, right? <laughs> You know, when you hold it in your right hand like that over uh, five, ten minutes, your arm arm is getting numb. It is painful. Uh, then you need get some rest. Take it down. Be happy. You know, sometimes we are attaching thing and keeping thing in our in our mind like that. Then our mind is getting numb and pain. Then we are so exhausted. Then we can practice meditation or we cannot enjoy our life. So then so many problems come. Then we don't know how to face them. So because of what? We are still keeping, keep it up. Please put it down. That's why we say let it go. <laughs> so this is a one of example I can give to you. Another example, just imagine your breaths. You are Breathe in normal way, right? Now take a long breath, like and hold it like five minutes. <laughs> Can you do it? Don't you? Because you don't want to kill yourself, right? <laughs> and it means you have to breathe normal way. You cannot hold your breath, breath, sorry, breaths. If you really want to enjoy your, yourself, you want to breathe normally. You know, apply that exercise for your self, for your life. When you think, I want to, add, you know, clinging this, or I want to keep it in, in my mind, get this to example, then you will be okay. And this attachment, there is a one uh, stanza in Dhammapada. This attachment is um, uh, creating two, two things. We call Pali, Tanha, Tanha Jayati Soko, Tanha Jayati Baya. Tanha means craving. Craving is creating attachment. 
and also craving is creating so craving is creating suffering sorrow and also craving is creating fear right suffering this these two both are going together right and uh, just think about yourself you have a lot of stuff around you 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 have beautiful family you have beautiful car beautiful house you know nice job when you think one day i'm going to die then what happened you same time you are getting fear right it means that two things are go together suffering and sorrow and you know fear so when i think when i feel i want to attach something i got that to example so then i learn so many things so yeah i think you have go ahead please Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Any ideas? Nice, nice questions. And I want to ask to you: You have any ideas? How do you feel your suffering? Well, I can start. There are four types of suffering. Uh huh. Um, suffering of birth, different types. There's mm-hmm. a suffering of birth. Mm-hmm. Suffering of. Um, illness the suffering of death mm-hmm. and uh, uh what's the other one something of something horrible yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, and there's also three types of suffering there's a physical suffering like when you get a toothache or mm-hmm. a car runs over your foot mm-hmm. and then there's a suffering of um, <coughs> suffering of change when things change when your car gets dented or keyed or your house burns down and then there's the suffering uh, of life, which is the thought that we all have to die, everyone we love has to die, our body will be gone at some point, everything we own now will be owned by someone else in the future when we're dead. So that's the uh, suffering of suffering. Um, and so those are uh, the things that cause us to suffer. And that's part of life and can't get away from it. Um, however, the Buddha said that there's a, there is a way to get away from it. Um, there's a cause of suffering, which is what, uh, Bhante Bhati was talking about, attachment to our body and to our friends and to our, everything we own. And, um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> right, and there's a way to get out of it according to the Buddha, and that is the, uh, eight-part path. So, um, we just study the way the Buddha taught. He taught the eight-part path, and just follow that path, and just start now. Um, it's wisdom and compassion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to add, uh, you know, small thing. Um, uh, this is interesting question. You know, suffering. It is an, it is a very f- famous question in the world. So uh, during the Buddha's time. Uh, you know, branch of monk got same question, problem. They had a, a question about suffering. They heard many, many things from the Buddha about suffering. Then uh, they came to the Buddha. Then they asked Buddha, Dear Buddha, you described many, many times and many, many ways about suffering, but still we have some problem. And... Uh, Please um, um, describe the suffering very easy way, simple way. Then Buddha said, okay, just imagine a person who has a wound on his right or left hand or arm. Now this person can feel it is uh, itching. When it is itching, what, the, what, what he does? Scratching. Right? Then feel good. <laughs> feel awesome, right? Then 
he is he he getting tired then he get hands out of it then what happen again itching and same time it is painful then again scratching then again feel good right right then finally he can he can see the bloods come out and you know so many stuff so buddha said sometimes we are enjoying our suffering as i told you we are scratching it <laughs> we scratching when we scratch scratch our suffering then feel good right feel awesome but when we lose that stuff then our feel so bad so buddha what buddha say okay now you have wound if you if if you have wound what you do then monk said definitely i have to go to doctor <laughs> okay then when you go to the doctor then what what doctor does then they said buddha first of all the doctor check the wound then he can realize that this wound happened this way like bacteria or some injured or like that so then he will do some medicine then i will be okay we will be okay then would say same i saw you a path path we call phone over throat first one is we call problem then cause of problem then answer and then we have another one another path we call how do you you know practice that answer or get benefit so this is the way we have to do things for our suffering so first of all we want to know we 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 want to understand we have some kind of suffering around us some fears some uh, worries kind of like that we want to realize okay i have this problem okay if i have this problem definitely i cannot be a good person or i cannot make my happiness okay this is the only way i have to do so when we think with this four number truth then easily we can find a solution for our suffering so you have to be a doctor your own doctor right and uh, uh just think suffering like a wound we are always scratching it when we scratching it we are so happy we really enjoy it but after that we are get, taking so many so many problems same time and pain same time so when you see the problem then you have to re- analyze the problem how or oh, i have a anger that's why i'm getting upset or you know i cannot be happy because of my anger this is you know very small example then you you do some research okay i have anger or then uh, you are asking again or oh, where this anger come from okay then you can see the root of your anger then you when you see the root of your anger then you you think okay this anger is so bad then you can see the danger of your anger second okay i want to get uh, get it out then you know how how can you do the path how can get your path and practice your own you know meditation or something like that so this is the simple thing buddha gave to us so i don't know where where you are you are the only person who can see yourself i can read your mind luckily <laughs> and also you can do your own you know uh, practice and realize your own 
character and just open it. This is the only way we have to do this. Otherwise, we just, you know, close it down and, you know, do what we want to do. Then we are getting upset again. So, I, I really want to say you, don't scratch your wound. Okay? Put some medicine on it. <laughs> okay, I have a very simple uh, question. I want to ask you, how do you practice right speech? I said you can go, if you. How do you practice right right speech? Well, I ask myself if it's true. Okay. If it's necessary for me to say it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I definitely just, I've gotten much better <coughs> like in the last six months, probably just taking a pause. Um, I work in healthcare, so a lot of times people do not practice right speech to me. You know what I mean? They can be very aggressive. Mm-hmm. And I understand that where they're coming from. It's like, you know, oftentimes the worst day of their life for one of them when they're in the hospital. And I just try to think, you know, is it true? Is it necessary? Is it kind? Because sometimes something can be true, but it's yeah, yeah. Don't you use any bad words anymore? Okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes I use like, you know, coconut donkey. <laughs> yeah. So I really like that. Coconut donkey. Yeah. So right speech, it is, you know, uh, ethical practice. Right? Ethical practice. There are three uh, ethical practice we have to, you know, practice in our um, self, in our life. We call uh, right speech, right action, and uh, right livelihood. And uh, I think I like that word. I think Vimala told that word, uh, harmonian, right? Harmonian speech. I like that word. That is the right one. So, uh, um, uh, when we describe the speech, there are four speech we are usually do. Sometimes we are speech, we, we do speech very harshly, angrily, right? And sometimes we do speech like meaningless. Right? Sometimes we are lying. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't have any meaning. We just tell to people. And these words are so powerful. And in Buddhist teaching, Buddha used just one word. It is not bad word, but it is, a little bit it is rough. In Pali, we call Moga Purisa. Moga means empty, Purisa means man, empty man. Why Buddha use this word for the monks? Because some monks are so lazy during the Buddha's time. They, they won't uh, practice in meditation. They just ate and sleep. <laughs> then Buddha used that word for that monks, empty, empty person. Then monks were thinking, okay, Buddha told me a bad word, <laughs> empty person, and uh, I, I'm not empty. Then they are thinking, then they practice more and more. In Buddhism, in Buddhist teaching, this is the word very rough, empty person, empty man. And keep keep it in your mind, okay? When you think, oh, today is so hot or cold, I don't want to practice meditation. Just think, I'm a, <laughs> I'm an empty man like that. Then you can encourage yourself. Before you speak, you have to think. Think, it has a formula. T mean, is it true? Okay. H mean, is it helpful? I mean, is it inspiring? N mean, is it necessary? Necessary. 
came in is is it kind you have to think like that if something like good or kind or necessary use that word and one day buddha went to a person actually he he was a monk and he gave a beautiful advice to this monk because of he really want to practice right speech he said dear monk practice right speech this way this is the only way you have to practice right speech and simple way when you when you are when you are talking with others just aware about your speech is it good for others or your side okay sometime it is not good for your side and others don't do it sometime it is good for your side but not others don't do it don't be a selfish right and sometime it is good for other side not good for not good for your side don't do it which is good for your side and others just do it right why i am telling this words are so powerful in, in you know that now current situation we can see world and also in my country so many thing happening in the world because of this word people are not trying to listening others opinions and other thoughts some thoughts are some words are so hard to hear then people are getting angry and fighting each other arguing each other that's why i'm asking you before you doing a speech talking be aware about your mouth right you have one mouth but you have two yes and listen carefully and talk carefully before you speak just think which is good for your side and others and find it out do it then result will be okay right and don't make any kind of problem using by your words or your uh uh speech because your all the word and speech come from your intention right that's why this ethical practice is so important right and uh, please uh keep in keep it in your mind okay the words are so powerful thank you so much for coming thank and, you uh, thank i you. think you learn something new and uh, thank you thank you so much thank you bante asaji and bante baria i hope you feel better and we mala and everyone else thank yeah. you so much